Welcome to Under the Hood, a podcast by Le Studio, where we talk about the true ins and outs of entrepreneurship with real-life innovators. Hi everyone, this is Sophie Duray. This podcast series is about ideation and how ideas turn into business propositions. In this episode, we're chatting with Pierre Giraud. He spent part of his early career as a consultant and he became a serial entrepreneur. He has a very personal experience of mental health. He's an advocate of a balanced life and mission-driven companies as a solution for our changing world. He created Indigo a few years ago, a startup studio based in New York City with a focus on conscious tech, which is a concept that he's telling us about in this wonderful interview. Hey Pierre, glad to have you with us today. Would you mind starting with giving us a definition or rather your definition of conscious tech for people that maybe don't know about it? Sure. I mean, there is no you know, a clear definition because we invented the term. So basically the conscious tech for us uh, was a way to encompass this idea of interchange and mental health as a whole. But in a nutshell, um, Indigo is dedicated to creating companies for the inner world. So whether we talk about therapy, psychedelic, mental health, corporate well-being, there's plenty of ways to start the inner journey. And when we launched Indigo, the conversation was focusing on mental health specifically and exclusively. And sometimes, you know, mental health or addiction. And I thought that was too narrow for us. So I had this need to, how can we explain what we do without explaining like in, in five minutes and, you know, and talk about everything that I just mentioned. So because we have fintech, ad tech, whatever tech, um, I thought that the conscious tech was a good way to create a category and explain that we are um, very holistic in our approach and we needed like a name and that name, you know, ended up being conscious tech. That makes a lot of sense, actually. And I like the holistic approach of the term. Um, you mentioned the start and kind of the origin story behind Indigo. It would be great to understand like how that started. And maybe as you're talking about this, you might give us also like your description or definition of what a startup studio is. Sure. So basically, I'm an engineer, I got an MBA and studying in consulting. But as I was doing that and, you know, think about like that being back in, you know, 2005, I wanted to make an impact. And I was a 25 year old kid. I wanted to change the world. So first in consulting and then um, founding partner of the first startup. And as I was doing that company was making great strides and I was healthy and I, I checked all the boxes and I was 28, although I couldn't really find happiness and I, something was missing. And that was the, the trigger for me to look into therapy and fast forward after two other companies, these 12, 14 years of, you know, of a personal inner journey, I decided that that was the time for me to launch Indigo as a studio. So basically the idea was for me to A, launch a studio, and I wanted to create this vehicle for me to keep on launching businesses, but kind of like, you know, only during this like zero to one stage, and then I could, you know, leave the businesses and move to the next one. 
because I love this zero to one actually. And the studio was built for that, for the, for me to be able to do that. And the topic, you know, itself, you know, as we said, conscious tech came from this idea of like me exploring the topic for 12 plus years, understanding that there won't be big change in society without inner change. So to me also Indigo is ingrained in this idea of personal transformation is the foundation of global change. But I also believe that this change starts from within. So I really see Indigo being this foundation for anything change related and every changes starts from within. And this is what Indigo is doing. I love that idea of, uh, you know, starting at the roots, because I think this is exactly what entrepreneurship is also about, is trying to find the problem to solve, which is why I also like the concept of a startup studio so much, because you're basically trying to find, you know, all these problems and you're trying to find solutions and the right people. So I, I find that very fascinating. And the fact that it's also around conscious tech, as you said, makes it even more interesting. So how does that look like for Indigo right now? How does it work? Basically, a studio is de-risked ideas, uh, people and investment. So the first pillar of Indigo is how do we de-risk ideas? Which means that first we have to find problem to solve. Then we have to find ideas that might solve the problem. And then we have to vet and screen all of these ideas and keep the most robust one, you know, the one that is making the most sense. And once we have a de-risk business idea, then we can pitch founders. We can pitch people to become CEOs and take over these business ideas to launch the business together. And Inigo is supporting that as well. It's more like us with the community that we have grown to find ideas, find problem, understand markets, insight, what are the pain points, ideate dozens of business ideas, and then start screening all of them with method and different layers. And eventually, you know, we have like a very steep funnel few winners, like a few very strong business cases. And this is where we start looking for founders to eventually, you know, launch a business uh, down the road. Obviously, my next question is, how do you know that you found the idea that's going to turn into a business? Like, is there like a criteria that you, you can follow or is that like one idea at a time? And as you said, like you have a committee, so it's based on conversations and expertise. Like, how does it work to make sure that you have basically nailed the right idea? We're basically looking for red flags. So when I, you know, when I speak to our chief venture architect about ideas, I'm telling him, let's just look for a red flag. And if we can, if we can get a red flag, that means that eventually this is a good business idea. So it's more like us killing, you know, ideas one after the other, because we have found a red flag and only the one that remain, you know, after this different, you know, vetting process, only these ones eventually, you know, are strong enough. You know, we're not sure, but at least they went through this detailed process to check every data point and you know if they went through that without a red flag that means that there's something to be done at least in this area and then so then you have to match the idea that has gone through that vetting process to the right founder i guess or as you mentioned like ceo and the executive team so how does that work because it's also i mean it can be very challenging to find the right people 
one can think that we need to have the person at the beginning that has the vision to really own the business. And in fact, you have to focus on the problem to solve. And the idea can change a few times. So, and the reason why people sometimes are not able to pivot because ego is involved. And because, you know, that was like their ideas and they don't want that to be a bad idea. And then they keep on finding data that would somehow prove that they are right and they were like doing the right thing. But if you bring somebody that is not owning at the beginning, that person, you know, is in a position where they really challenge. So they are very smart about the business and they have no ego involved. So basically, I think that makes them better founders. And so basically, at the same time, we're risking ideas. We also constantly vet new founders. And only at the end, when we have like vetted founders, we start matching them with ideas. And then comes this, uh, the need of, okay, do they have the right skills to really own and really be relevant? And that's where, you know, the, the end matching happens. Interesting. And then once you like basically have this, this match happen, uh, then you have to provide them with some resources. So you mentioned, obviously, like uh, there's going to be financial resources, but the, the beauty of the studio is that you also have other type of support. Um, so what does that look like for Indigo? I think that the role of a studio is to make every founder's life easier. So basically, okay, you want to talk to that person, you know, yes, you know, at the studio, we have a better outreach. And so like having access to talent experts, uh, you know, to help them recruit the best people, advisors, investors. Also, we do have the ability to launch MVPs. So we do the job of like, you know, having the MVP ready for the first pilot and the first clients, but this is not exactly where the entire value add is. I think the value add is access, giving them access they would never have without us. I like this idea of the studio making the life of founders easier. And that's one thing that at least we had experience with, and I'm sure you have as well, because you're also a serial entrepreneur yourself. But starting a company, I think the most difficult thing is, as you mentioned, like the access to resources. And it doesn't have to be only money. It's everything that comes with it. So expertise skills, brain power, but also even the tools, like most of the time, the questions that we have from entrepreneurs is, you know, what are you using for this part of the marketing? Or like, if I want to do this uh, in terms of UX, like what tool is the best? And even just this is actually uh, sometimes a more valuable support than um, just providing money, which is obviously important. I love all of this. And I think one thing that I would be interested in maybe discussing quickly is, so you're based in New York and Indigo is based in New York and, and you have experience working in the US space, but coming from a different country and specifically working in conscious tech, like, do you see that there is a difference in culture, it, do, you, do you find that there's a taboo around like conscious tech here in the US or is it less op like more open? Is it different from Europe? I think this is more open, you know, for sure. Even though it's very niche, this is like a, like a very new market, the new industry. It's like, this is the beginning of, you know, this conversation. And, and I don't see the conversation to fade away, you know, 
specifically Western countries, the, the more we're going to address this question about happiness and, I know, meaning and, uh, and the more change with the environment, you know, the more we're going to have, so have to think about, you know, like what is happiness, what is you know, contribution to this ecosystem. So I think the beginning, this is still very niche, but still, uh, this is, you know, this is going to be, this is going to grow, sure. But I also feel that they're a bit ahead of, you know, Europe. Because that, for instance, psychedelic. This conversation could never happen in, in France at the moment, as it does in the US. So yeah, I think that this is the great place to talk about consciousness, even though Europe is very ahead of the, of the curve when it comes to impact in the environment. So there is something interesting, you know, uh, in the middle. Yeah, I would say that that's pretty close to my experience as well. And I think I would agree with the consciousness is more of a, an American thing, maybe. But then when it comes to actually executing around impact and creating the right regulation and, and, and providing the right support, uh, then it's more... Uh, maybe European way of things. Well, this is super interesting. Maybe one last question before I get into your rapid fire questions, actually. Do you want to mention one of the companies that you've been working on at Indigo? That would be interesting to have an example of. So the first company is called Affilio and is a, a MasterCard to basically help any companies provide employees with health and wellness stipend. Uh, you know, it, it's based, it's focusing on health and wellness within the corporate space. Awesome. Very cool. Okay. So let me get into my three key questions. The first one is as an entrepreneur, as the founder of a startup studio, what would you say uh, is keeping you up at night? What's kind of like the challenges in your mind? So I would say uh, sleep is non-negotiable. And I know nothing wakes me up at night because I'm really trying to get good sleep because it's key to, you know, a, a good performance during the day. I would love to be the same. Second question. What do you think are the best qualities for an entrepreneur or what makes a good entrepreneur? So we have a couple of traits, you know, in our uh, scorecard for founders, but I'm going to share one, which is resilience. Entrepreneurship is all about, you know, failing and starting again and bad news and roller coaster and ups and down and down and down and ups and resilience is extremely important and uh, maybe the, the the key traits for a good founder yeah i agree and then third question with all your experience and everything that you've seen over the years uh if you had to do it all over again and start indigo all over again would you do it yes i have the a roadmap for the next 30 years with indigo Nice. I love this. Well, um, with that, we're going to end our conversation, even though, you know, we could talk about it for hours. But uh, thank you again for coming on the podcast. That was really interesting. And I think I'm hoping at least uh, listeners are, have learned something and will be interested in maybe uh, looking some information on Indigo. Um, do you want to maybe share if you guys have like a website or social media that people can, can look up? Sure. Uh, Lab Indigo. So L-A-B Indigo come and then you'll find everything. And also you can find me on LinkedIn. Perfect. And uh, you can follow the studio on Instagram and LinkedIn at lestudio.io. And the next uh, episode, actually, next time, we're going to be sitting, Karin and I, just reacting to all these uh, great interviews that we had uh, these past few weeks on ideation. 
and kind of make a summary out of it and, and share our comments and reaction as well. So looking forward to sharing that with you as well. Thank you.